Real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast, be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. If you want an additional revenue stream for your family and you've got a little bit of space, you don't need a lot. Quarter acre is plenty. And maybe you've had chickens, maybe you haven't, but we're looking for entrepreneurs that are motivated, that want to make money. to the Frugalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah St. John, and my guest today started renting chickens for supplemental income and are now doing it full-time. They are the co-founders of Rent the Chicken. Welcome to the show, Homestead Jen and Phil Tompkins. Hello! We are excited to be here. (laughs) Well, I am excited to have you. Before we dive in, I have to ask the question that everybody wants to know, which came first, the chicken or the egg? All right. Well, with our rent the chicken program, the chicken comes first and the egg comes tomorrow. Yeah. And with hatch the chicken, the egg comes first and the chicken comes three weeks later. That's a pretty good answer. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell me a little bit about your background, history, how you even got started renting out chickens, how you got this idea. As with most entrepreneurs and anybody really, uh, nighttime, you're just like scrolling through, you know, that time, 2013, my job was coming to an end. It was a project. It was a job was coming to an end. We had already moved from the city to the country and I had been working from home. Phil was working from home and we really liked like being together and not driving to a job or being in a cubicle and the people who love that and that's okay. So Phil was a search for crazy business ideas and the SBA's website came up of chicken rentals. Well, we already had chickens and we had friends and family who tried to have chickens and it like big fail. Fail before fail was a, was a <laughs> catchphrase, right? And so then uh, says to me, Hey, do you want to rent some chickens? And I was like, eh? Oh, here we are. <laughs> Rent the chicken was hatched. That's right. <laughs> I love all the chicken terminology you throw. Yeah. <laughs> we are we crack people up. So, how many chickens do y'all have currently? Oh, well, how many? We have three. We do because we have a personal flock of three chickens. But right now, we have people that have got their chickens for the winter because they weren't ready to have them for the entire winter. So we're mm-hmm. wintering their chickens and we probably have about 40 or so out there. And that's just here in the greater Pittsburgh area. Rent the chicken is all over the United States and Canada. So we have chickens all over the place. So we've got a bunch of chickens being raised. We will be taking delivery of, I don't know, like 200, 250 chickens here in about five weeks, uh, in like the March, April timeframe. So we're not ready. Oh, we're ready. We can make it happen. <laughs> so we have our personal little flock, but we always have. We always have chickens. We always have 20 to 200 chickens, like real handy. I have a friend who actually has some chickens and every now and then I'll ask her, I'm like, so how are your chickens doing? And I'm like, do they have names yet? Cause I just assumed that you would name your chickens. And she's like, oh no, they might end up being dinner one day. I'm like, what? 
You only get one dinner from a chicken. You get breakfast every morning. That's right. It's yeah. just wonderful. Some people really are invested and they, they're chickens and they get to retire as a um, chicken, like laying hens after they stop laying, they go through pause. We didn't make that up. It's a real thing. And so then people add more chickens to their flock and they name those ones. Other people, they don't name them because things happen and it's sad or they stop. Well, they have so many chickens. They, it's hard. They can't name them. Yeah. Yeah. You're chicken number 45. It's just <laughs> the same thing. It doesn't have the same ring as like Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> I'm just curious, like, what the startup cost would be, like, for y'all when you first started. Oh, yeah. When we first started, this is how how it was. We're like, all right, we've got, we've got a couple bucks. I, we had, like, maybe three or 400 bucks that we had to, to spare into this. We would take an order, and we're at that point, we're like, okay, we need to take a deposit. We would take a $50 deposit. And then when we had five orders, we had 250 bucks which was enough money for us to go buy the materials to build a coop to deliver to the first person that made the deposit to then get their money to bring it back and buy the materials for the other coops. And we just kept cycling through until we had collected all the money and there was money at the end of the season. We're like, yes. (laughs) I'll deliver all over North America, United States and Canada. How exactly does that work like logistically and expense-wise? Great question. So we have an affiliate uh, program where we've got farmers throughout the United States and Canada. Now, I know you're there in Texas. I can tell not only by your accent, but also y'all. So with that being said, we can deliver a farmer down there that raises the chickens, that builds the coops, or uses the coops that we have here. Pennsylvania area from our Amish guy, Levi. He builds uh, coops. He lives just outside of Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. So I want to know where he is. Yeah. yeah. Um, not aware it is, but they know it's- They've heard of it. And so in this case, our homesteader builds the coops, has the chickens ready, and then she actually, Homestead Des, makes the deliveries. So she's doing that. But on the other side, my wife and I, we're taking all the inbound sales calls and the support calls. Along with our team, we've got uh, a couple other members on our team right now that also help us answer the phone. Mm-hmm. So logistically, that's we're not actually shipping chickens all over the United States or Canada. We're working with farmers, and we are the central point of contact for sales and support for new customers. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense than shipping mm-hmm. chickens all over the place because I would think that would get expensive after a while. (laughs) Well, we can. We do have an out-of-area package where if someone is in a location where we don't have a local homesteader, can ship a portable chicken coop, and it's the same support that someone would receive if they rented chickens from us, but it's a purchase package. So we do ship adult hens, the feed, all the supplies needed to get them started, including the portable chicken coop that Levi Mm -hmm. makes for us that ships flat. So if someone wanted to rent chickens, what is the cost to do that? And how long does that last for? Yeah, so rentals, uh, depending on where someone is, starts at $475. That's a two-hen package with a coop that fits two hens. Go big or go home. I like to say go big or stay home. But people can rent more chickens, up to four chickens in a larger coop. All of our coops are portable. That allows the chickens to feel like they're free ranging, but they still have the protection of the chicken coop. 
So they have access to fresh grass and bugs and they are living their best life and still staying safe at the same time. So the rentals are five to six months, again, depending on location. And uh, two chickens, like four chickens, lay about two dozen eggs a week. So you said about 12 eggs a week. Is that what you said? About a dozen eggs a week. Yeah, for okay. two chickens. Yeah. And if you need more, we throw in four chickens and you get about two dozen eggs a week. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, that seems like a pretty affordable $450 for five or six months yeah and, um, and pick up with and support you get you get us and so does that include like you said the coop but does in the chickens of course does that include like the food and all of that yeah oh. absolutely in most of our locations customers do have the option to upgrade to an organic feed or a non-gmo feed and so depending on what you are already shopping for at the store, you might want to have your chickens eat non-GMO or organic feed. Are there benefits to, well, obviously I'm sure there are. What are the benefits, I guess, of having your own chickens and eating their eggs versus, you know, going to the store and buying eggs? Yeah, great question. So these eggs are fresh, of course. They're loaded with extra nutrients that are not in the eggs from the store because they've been sitting. Right. More good omega fatty three acids, more vitamins, more minerals. They taste amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And so they're full of flavor. If you do any baking, like cookies, cakes, or anything like that. So if you use a fresh egg for those baked goods, it helps them rise just a, a bit more. I make a lot of pumpkin rolls typically at the holidays. And when I switched from the regular store bought eggs to having fresh eggs in the pumpkin roll, oh my. First of all, they were even tastier than yes. they were before. And I thought they were great before that, but then they were just, the kicky part was just a bit higher because the, the natural rising agent in those eggs just ate them even fluffier. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and wow. Fresh egg, you craft a fresh egg on a nice hot skillet and it's not, it doesn't like Run slide, everywhere. slide around. It just stays together. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because the white, the egg white is so firm. Yeah. I didn't even think about the fact they might taste better. So they taste better. They have more like vitamins and yeah, nutrients. Nu yeah. Nu and yeah. nutrients. And is that only because of the fact that they're not sitting around or is there more to it than that? There's a few things. So first, they have access to fresh bugs and grubs and grass. They have access to the outside and they have access to being able to consume those things. Plus, we provide uh, great quality feed. That is part of the nutrients and the, and the hens taste better. You know? I've thought before about wanting to get some chickens, but I live in an HOA and supposedly you can't have chickens. So what is the, there's probably no way around that, I guess, if the HOA says. Yeah. So what we typically tell our customers when they call us up, it could be a, a local ordinance. It could be a bylaw. It could be whatever it may be. Uh, HOA, talk to your neighbors. Because they're the only ones that are going to turn you in. Well, you know, HOAs. Yeah, you still talk to your neighbors. You might be able to get away. Yeah, but we have definitely delivered to HOAs. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it depends on, you know, do you have a privacy fence or do people see? Because you're not going to hear the hens. Oh, I mean, they cluck a little bit. They'll cluck when they're in the morning when they see you because you're, you're feeding them. They will cluck in the evening. Sorry, when they're laying their eggs uh, because they're, you know, I think I'd cluck too if I was like They're announcing. <laughs> but aside from that, I mean, they're not roosters. They don't crow. So you're not going to hear them. 
Yeah, I wonder why HOA wouldn't allow chickens. I know the people across the alley from us, they do have chickens. They built like their own, I guess it's a coop, and sometimes their chickens get out, so it'll be like in the alley, and <laughs> they have their real fluffy feet. Oh, right. Yeah, those are nice for sure. So something that you didn't ask that I thought you were going to ask, and that's like, what's the difference between someone renting chickens from us and just starting on their own? Like We have two programs, Hatch the Chicken, which is a five-week hatching rental, and Rent the Chicken from the Backyard Hens. And the Hatch the Chicken program allows people to experience these baby chicks coming to life. And it's amazing. They keep the baby chicks for two weeks after the hatch. And then we just pick them up and take them back. So with the Rent the Chicken, we're providing adult hens so that the hens are ready to lay. If not the next day, shortly after. Yeah. With that, if someone starts to have chickens on their own, you might buy some baby chicks, like our first experience of baby chicks. So bought a six packs of baby chicks from the- They all said egg laying chickens, right? One of the six was a rooster. He was an egg. <laughs> I'm going to take that back to tractor supply and say, this one's not laying eggs. Oh, <laughs> that's not how it works. That is not how it works. And so sometimes he expected hens only and still had a rooster. And if someone doesn't know what they're looking for, they buy a group of straight run, which means boys or girls, you won't know to three or four months. Oh. And so at that point, you have to make a decision, whatever that decision might be. But for sure, especially if you're on the down low in your HOA with your chickens, you certainly have to make a decision fast about where those, those roosters are. Yes. Going. Otherwise, you're going to yes. ruffle some feathers. <laughs> So you might start with six head or six chicks. Five of them might be roosters. You have to rehome all of them and then either start a so, or put you know, with, with rent the chicken, it's mm-hmm. it's the easiest way. Only make it easy. We do all the hard stuff, right? This is turnkey. Mm-hmm. And in today's business world, right, we really are looking for uh, as a consumer experiences that are turnkey, right? In the 1990s, people would buy all these components and like build their computer and, and do all this stuff. Now I know people still do that. But for the most part, they just go to a website and they say, I want a gaming computer. I want a business computer. They have them build it, right? In our case, they're coming to us and they say, I want fresh food. I want an egg experience for my kids, right? I, you know, STEM, whatever it may be, homeschooling or just responsibility, therapy birds. People rent from us just for the therapy of having chickens. And we provide it turnkey. Roll the coop in. You get the right feed. You've got hens that are already laying eggs or or close to it. Everything is prepared. It's ready. And if you need help, you call us. Same on our hatching program. We have people every year, probably about 50% of our customers have never hatched baby chicks before. Now, they may have done it in grade school. Or with Grandma Betty. Right, or something like that. but, But never as an adult. So when we bring that in, they are successful. We bring in the right incubator. We bring in the eggs. If they have questions, they call us. And usually out of seven eggs between four and six hatch almost every single time. It's rare that we have issues. But these are people that have never hatched before. So if you want to extend, like if you want to keep them beyond six months, how would that work? Yeah. So what happens is they can adopt. They can adopt with or without the coop. 
we, they can add more chickens. Now, if they adopt without the coop, we do expect that there's a coop there whenever we come pick our coop up. People really use our rental as a education process. So they learn what they like about the coop, what they don't like about the coop, what they like about the chickens, what they don't like about the chickens. And then they can make a super great educated decision on moving forward. If the chickens get sick or injured or hurt, like let's say an animal gets to them or something, then what? Well, they give us a shout. If it is to no fault of their own, like they locked everything up and something was maybe malfunctioned with the coop, then... Or, you know, if a predator gets in, it's very, very unlikely. But sometimes they do get sick and uh, we'll replace the chicken for them. But if they left them out of the coop and have left them not supervised and something gets to them, then there is a replacement fee and we ask them to pick them, pick up the new replacement at the farm. People are pretty devastated when that Oh, lots of people. You know, they, they've fought, they, these chickens become part of their family, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And even if they, they chicken out and we pick everything <laughs> up early, they want to know that those chickens are still going to be well kept once they come back to the homestead. So aside from like an HOA or what other regulations, like say someone's not in an HOA, are there other regulations that they should look into to make sure they can have chickens? Yes, there's something. So each municipality has its own set of regulations. So. Sometimes it's very easy, spelled out, you're allowed to have hens. Sometimes it's not that easy. And so we often just say, talk to your neighbors. If your neighbors are on board, go ahead and get yourself some chickens. In our mind, a couple of backyard hens is very comparable to having a raised garden bed or a tomato plant on your back porch. Yeah, and you can even probably work out a deal with them like, if you don't report me, I'll give you some free eggs. <laughs> That's right. That is right. Well, or if your neighbors have kids, hey, bring the kids over and hold hold the ch- chickens. Oh, what a sense of community. We've heard this over and over that our renters say, I really got to know people in my community because of these chickens. These The kids come over, they feed the scraps to the chickens or whatever the case may be. The children in the neighborhood might not know the renters' names, but they know the chickens', the chickens names. names. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, I love chicken. Well, I mean, I like to eat chicken, but I wouldn't eat. I like to eat chicken, but I wouldn't eat my pet chicken. Everything likes to eat chicken. Let's just be honest here, right? <laughs> that's why we build a coop that we, we say is predator resistant, but not predator proof. If a bear wants to get in there, mm-hmm. a bear is going to get in there and have chicken. Now, thankfully, that's never happened. We do everything we can to protect those birds. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, the chickens that lay eggs and the chicken that you find at the supermarket, those are two separate breeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chickens that are for egg production generally are not as large. They don't have the breasts. They don't have the thighs or the legs. Have all those parts. Yeah, they're just not as big, right? But then the, the birds that are raised for meat, they're typically grown for six to eight weeks. And they're usually a crossbreed of a couple different chickens. And when that happens, those birds, they're bred for size. And if they don't, if they're not butchered, they will literally die of a heart attack or their, their knees will break. Or something like that will happen after about 12 to 16 weeks. So they are an line breed. Can't save them. For people that want to save the chickens in the world, there's no way to save them because they'll just die. So they're bred to get chummy quickly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, that's sad. You know, we do have a great emotional story about chickens as therapy birds 
for senior citizens. Uh, when we go into a senior care facility, pre-COVID, I, I would go in, I would walk in there, I bring uh, an incubator like this, uh-huh. and then I, I bring this in, and I would say, who here is a farm? Now, these are all retired folks. Most of them have Alzheimer's, dementia, some kind of memory issue, typically, but they know that they were a farm. And I'll always get at least one hand that raises up because they were a farm, right? And I remember this this little old lady, she's like, I hatched chickens with my grandparents when I was 10. Now, she didn't remember what she had for lunch that day, right? But she knew when she was 10, her grandfather had chickens. They were hatching them there on the farm, and she remembered it. And it's just, it's really amazing how uh, this, this program brings that stuff out. I mean, those memories from years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I imagine if someone has young kids, this would be a nice, like kind of a project or a way for them to learn kind of how to take care of animals Mm -hmm. and eggs and, and then a memory to look back on when they're old. And without a commitment, right? Because Chickens are a commitment. It's no different than getting a dog or a cat. They require responsibility. Something has to happen. Now, we had another family. This woman went out of her way because chickens were not legal there in her township. And you want to talk about that? Sure, sure. So she actually delayed her reservation by a year to make sure she received a variance to be able to have chickens legally on her property. And her kiddo was maybe late elementary school then. And he's on the autism spectrum. And so I knew this going in. I don't often make deliveries because I have a lot going on here at the homestead. But I made that delivery and she introduced me to him. Hey, buddy, what's going on? You know, he told me the names of the chickens, Charlotte and Mrs. Feathers. Like, I don't I don't remember everybody's chicken names, but those ones are really dear to my heart. And so I gave them a tour, showed him how to open the latches. Here's how you make give them their food and their water. Here's where you collect their eggs. And he's just looking at them and talking to them and just really enjoying them. And we asked our renters to keep the chickens in the coop for a week before they're out for supervised free range time. It just helps reset their internal GPS to know where home is. And I saw that one of the chickens laid an egg. Like I could tell because of the sound, you know, the egg song and. Um, just how chickens act. Yeah. And I peeked in and there was, there was one and I, I told the mom and I said, Oh, hey, buddy, do you want to open this back like I showed you? Maybe there's an egg in there. And he opened it and he pulled that egg out and he had the exact emotion that was appropriate for for seeing that egg in that nesting box. And his mom was like, yes. And she said, you could, I'm going to cry. This is what happens when I tell this story. She said, you could take these chickens home today and I will have my money's worth. Because he was able to pull it all together and have the appropriate response over. Wow. That's great. And so even she let me know like a couple months later that the scoutmaster asked, hey, you have chickens now? She said, yeah. <laughs> and so he was telling the scoutmaster about the chickens, which is not unusual. Like these kiddos certainly can give a lot of details. But to, he was giving the details with proper emotion behind it. And she said there is nothing that, I mean, basically money well spent, she'd have spent four times that much to be able to get that out from her son. Wow. Isn't that amazing? That is. Wow. From two chickens, <laughs> Miss Feathers and Charlotte. 
Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, now they have, I don't know, six, eight chickens. They have quite a wow. big garden. Yeah, it's lovely, amazing. Yeah. So have y'all ever thought about being on Shark Tank? Because I feel like this would be a good Shark Tank idea. Well, we're not allowed to talk about it. Oh, <laughs> okay. As in, as in, I can say this. We have been contacted by Shark Tank in the past. We did a lot of stuff. And the episode that we may or may not have been in was dropped. We were filmed. We walked down the hall. We did the whole filming and um, our segment was not aired. Oh, so here we are. That's, but that's okay. That's our okay. If, if we would have been yeah. like aired on Shark Tank, we might not be doing this amazing podcast. Right. That's right. Yeah, I think, uh, so do y'all watch the show, like, every episode, or, okay. We don't watch every episode, mm -hmm. we've seen a number of episodes. I actually like Beyond the Tank a little better, just to really get some nuts and bolts as to what the businesses have done with mm -hmm. the impact of Shark Tank, or they call it the Shark Tank effect. Okay, yeah, because I think it, it was just this season, there was somebody, like, the last episode or two, there was someone on who was doing chicken coops, but not like what y'all are doing. Yeah. I think what y'all are doing is actually even, I mean, anyway, so uh, I don't, who knows. What, I agree. what we are doing is egg-tastic. <laughs> so. Egg-tastic. <laughs> I did. Maybe y'all can try again. Cause y'all have to get on there at some point to where it airs and everything. <laughs> it was so stressful. I'll tell you that. We also had a foster kiddo in our house at the same time. Oh, really? And we had to like find a spot for him to stay while we went to California and not tell my sister like why oh, we, we were going or why we were going to California. Hey, we'll be back. Him. <laughs> oh, interesting. Huh? Very, very, very under the radar. <laughs> awesome. Well, I appreciate y'all's time today. Was there anything that y'all wanted to talk about that we hadn't talked about yet? We are always looking to partner with other folks around the United States and Canada, even beyond. I mean, yeah. Open to if, that. if you want an additional revenue stream for your family and you've got a little bit of space, you don't need a lot. Quarter acre is plenty. And maybe you've had chickens, maybe you haven't, but we're looking for entrepreneurs that are motivated, that want to make money, that live in really anywhere. If you yeah, give us a call, right. we'll talk. We'll talk to you and, and we'll we'll help you figure out if that's a good market or not. But especially in some areas I know, we would love to get into Seattle, Miami. Live in a small town in Wyoming, it might not work out. Right. But, but although we have had farmers do very well, uh, we had a farmer for a number of years in, on Prince Edward Island, and they sold out every single year. There's only 130,000 people on. It, the whole it, island. On the whole island. Yeah. Which, if you don't know where Prince Edward Island is, it's Canada all the way to the east. There's actually a time zone in front of Eastern, Eastern time. time. Which, oh. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So like Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and Prince Edward Island are an hour ahead of us. Do you imagine? We're like answering the phone for that region and then also all the way west coast. And we're in Eastern time. Like, so, oh, but yeah. yes, if you want to start another revenue stream <laughs> go to our website on the right hand side it says i've got a little bit of property i want to start my own business you click on that fill out the form we'll have a phone call we'll talk about it we'll see if it's a good fit and if you are we'll welcome you to the rent the chicken family and we'll make some money together oh i love that that's awesome maybe i'll think about that if i get any land at some point <laughs>
Probably out of the HOA. That would help. Right. <laughs> Step at a time. Awesome. Well, people can go to rentthechicken.com. I'll have show notes also at thesarahstjohn.com forward slash chicken. Appreciate your time today. It was. Yes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rent the Chicken. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have you considered starting a podcast for your business? Or maybe you already have one, but are afraid of pod fading because you just didn't realize how much time post-production would take. I can help. My company, Podseam.com, makes podcasting as seamless as possible. We help you launch, manage, market, and monetize your podcast seamlessly. We do more than just podcast editing and production. We help you leverage the power of podcasting to get new leads and grow your business. Learn more at Podseam.com. That's P-O-D-S-E-A-M.com. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.